1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Walsh Roofing Services. That's who you call if you need a roof. You got a leak. All of this rain should have been a great determining factor in whether or not you needed a roof. If you were like, oh, we're not really sure. We thought we saw some stains. In these last 20 consecutive days of rain, this should be a good indication of whether or not you're ready to call Walsh Roofing Services. You can make an appointment, and you can have them give you a, an estimate. In some cases, they could do the estimate just based on the size of your roof. They do it from uh, satellite photos. How do you like that? Uh, all you need to do is give them a call, 833-977-7663 or walshroofingservices.com. Yesterday was my birthday, and for my birthday, I did one of those um Charity things that you can do on Facebook. You ever see those? No. What is that? Well, on Facebook, they'll say, it's my birthday, and they know people want to get them gifts and stuff, and they'll say, instead of a gift, please make a donation to this specific charity. Oh, okay. I chose uh, Forgotten Angels, which is a charity that my charity works with, and those people, I think, uh, especially now in the pandemic, could use the money. And uh, Walsh Roofing Services stepped up and made a, uh, I don't know if they want to put it out there, but they made a large cash donation. Nice, good. Yeah, that was very nice of them to do that. Uh, if you need them for your roof, you want somebody you can trust. In fact, I had somebody in the building tell me, uh, hey, we, we might have a leak. Can we really call these guys? Yes. I'll never tell you to call somebody I don't know and I don't use. They put a whole new roof on my house and I couldn't be happier. Their timeline was right as they said it would be. The work was fantastic. WalshRoofingServices.com. Um Spanish, Joe? Yes. I often blame you for things that are your fault. <laughs> okay. I often blame you for things that may not necessarily be your fault. <laughs> Whose fault would they be? Someone else. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I feel like I'm wrong in this situation, and I need to share it with you. Okay. I received a text this morning from the folks at Shark Coast Tactical. Oh, no. My assumption that they would be closed and be at the uh, gun show was wrong. Uh, he said, we stopped doing them three years ago. <laughs> it's a gun shop at our show every day. And he's damn right it is. Yeah. And that was my fault. It's a gun show at their shop. <laughs> right. It was my fault. I take the, I'll take the heat for this one. And I owe you and Joe a trip out to Shark Coast Tactical. Don't it's assume. okay, Michael. We love you. Don't well, I know that. Yeah, Why, I, I Carmen? Do. What, is that, what does it do when you assume? Because when you assume, you make an ass out of yourself. No. 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 You don't even get it. No. Do you not? Do you really not know what it is? Draw. You have to draw it for her, Galvin. Yeah, I will. I'm grabbing a pen and paper right now. I really oh, thought that's what it was. The first time I saw this was on The Odd Couple. All right. Do not assume, lost. because if you do, you make an ass out of you and me. Oh, I just you make an ass out of yourself. <laughs> so that's not it's not the point. It doesn't it doesn't line up that way. You don't know it, the ass is in the beginning. I say ass. Yeah. Boom. You make an ass out of you. No. <laughs> when you assume You don't know how sayings work. I like my saying better. You're you it's not a saying. It's, it's it a is, false statement. It is to me. <laughs> how are you making an ass out of me when you assume? What? Boom. I'm, you, the saying is you make an ass out of you and me. Oh, no. no, you make an ass out of you, not me. He I made an ass out of himself in Spanish by assuming. Just yep. him. Just yep. himself. No. <laughs> no, we all ruined the day. The day was ruined for all of us. Because mm-hmm. uh, I assumed you did that it. they would be at the gun show. Yeah. I'm sorry, Will. But they're not an ass. You're an ass. You're an ass. They're just... <laughs> Agreed. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, make, an, we'll make new plans. I would love that, yes. Let's wait until we can make them solid. When in Rome. All right, it is 722. Time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. I assume you have news today. I do have news today. Jesus. What do we have in news today, guys? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. They have the best brands, over 150 of them, and going on right now for the month of September. Pelt is helping you find your bargain. They've added a ton of new shoes to their clearance, so you're going to get great deals on those. Plus, you're going to get more of a deal because when you stop into a Pelt's location near you for the perfect fit, you just whisper my name, Galvin, Galvin, and you get 10% off Pelt Shoes. I assume they have shoes. 
Right? No, a perfect fit. That's, yeah. that's a different saying. Uh, we have some sad news to start out the show. It's a Mike Kelter Show death pool update. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg lost her battle with pancreatic cancer on Friday. She was 87 years old. Ginsburg was nominated by President Clinton in 1993 and fought back numerous health issues over the years, including five bouts with cancer. But she passed away on Friday. So sad news, and people are freaking out. Obviously, politically, this is a big deal. Whether, Huge deal. Yeah, whether Trump gets to appoint somebody, which is the law, but people are fighting that and saying now that he shouldn't be because it's his last year of this term and with the I election coming I out. I don't think that he should be able to, and not because he's Trump, but because it's too close to the election. That person that they picked that, that has to go in that spot has to be vetted and has to... Uh, you know, go in front of Congress, and I don't. I just don't think we have the time, and I don't think he has the time, and I think they should. They should wait, and that's not a. Uh, that's not a partisan thing. That is just what I think the right thing to do is. But then again, I don't care either way. Uh, but also, along with that, somebody got some points. What? Mike Kelta with uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she was an original pick, right? Oh yeah, RBG. So you got yourself thirty-eight points total. Uh, which brings you up to 213 points. You have four days remaining for your two-in-one-week possibility with her passing away. If you get somebody else on your list, that'll be two-in-one-week, which will get you even more points. Current standings, Tony Burton is in first place with 259 points. Uh, Mike Kelta in second with 213, followed by Gio, who has 166 points. Then myself, I have 127. Carmen has 90 points. The little boy Spanish, Damn it. not on the board. Come Gotta on. start killing people, Spanish. The angel yeah, of life. For real. <laughs> not that you're not as bad as John Brennan. John Brennan was bringing people back from yes. the dead. Oh, yeah. uh, so, um, <laughs> Thriller. <laughs> I, I would love to get two in one week. I don't know who who's on my list that might go. Uh, let's see who we have. Hanging. You got uh, Biz Marquis, who you, I believe, picked up as an emergency. Hey, he was sick, yeah. You got Larry sick, King. But... Larry's very old. You got Henry Kissinger, who's very old. Yeah. Uh, Those really old guys seem to last forever. Yeah, you never know. Quincy Jones, who's like had that. some problems. T- Tony gets bullet Bob Armstrong. Like, he doesn't even know who these people are. He's just going <laughs> off for stats, and he, and he wins, you know? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me look at my – I'm pulling my list up here. But I had, I had a good year, man, so far. Five people go. Yeah. Um, Must be nice. I think Billy Eilish is a long-run pick just because sure. he's a weirdo. Makes sense, you know? yeah. Bob Dole, very old. Yeah, Bob Dole. So you got some old people out there. Shannon Doherty was sick. Yeah. Uh, Paul Francis Gad. He's living uh, in a prison somewhere in Thailand. Larry Storch from F Troop is still alive. He's got to be 100. All right. Well, uh, 213 points for me, and I'm I'm looking for one of these guys to take a dive this week. The next four How days. old is Marion Ross? She's got to be pretty old, right? Is she still alive? Yeah, I know. That's what I thought whenever I looked at that. Uh, but she, she is 91. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, who's uh, who's having a nice little time outdoor with their picnic and the yeah, birds and stuff? I hear it's like a hawk. <laughs> you know when it's birds, you know who it is. <laughs> uh, uh, then we move on to uh, President Donald Trump has signed off on a business proposal between TikTok, Walmart, and Oracle that would allow the social networking app to continue to operate in the U.S. Oh, we're so happy, everybody. What? One of Trump's stipulation for approving the deal was a $5 billion commitment from the companies to create an education initiative that teaches children America's, quote, real history, the president said. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Real history. I'm afraid to say anything anymore. <laughs> A woman suspected of sending a ricin-laced envelope, and if we all watched Breaking Bad, we know what ricin is, the poison, uh, addressed to the White House, was arrested Sunday while attempting to enter the United States from Canada. So she wasn't even American. She was Canadian and did not like Trump. A uh, U.S. law enforcement official confirmed the arrest, uh, noting the woman was apprehended at the border crossing in New York State. According to the official, the woman was carrying a gun when arrested by U.S. authorities, and charges are expected to be filed against her in Washington, D.C. The letter had been intercepted earlier this week before reaching the White House. Uh, I would only know what Ryson was because of that show. Yeah, 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 probably. Hmm. 
If you're not up on your poisons, <laughs> yeah, find out. God, I'm, I'm not. Uh, some good news for Buccaneers fans. One week after Tom Brady threw two interceptions in losing debut with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he led four touchdown drives, two that came off of turnovers to hold off the Carolina Panthers 31-17 to on Sunday for the first Buccaneers win at Raymond James Stadium. Woo! And nobody was there to see it. Well, Brett Favre was there. Uh, that Mike, was, if you'd like that me to really send... was the worst part. Mm. What, that Favre was there or that nobody was there? <laughs> nobody was there. <laughs> Seeing the empty stadium was just such a bummer. Yeah, I mean, we've seen empty seats before, but the whole thing being empty at a time where we should be there, you know, excited that we have Tom Brady, excited. Boy, you know, I got to tell you, is Rob Gronkowski on this team? No, he shouldn't be playing right now. He shouldn't oh. be playing. He I mean, really he, shouldn't be playing. He's done nothing. He's He's got literally zero points. In, uh, in fantasy wise, in the game, and uh, he he has not done anything. And they put one ball. Tom put one ball right to him. And but how mad is he? Tom Brady at all the balls that he threw that those that the players, the receivers had in their hands and dropped. Oh yeah, yeah. just like yeah. last year. <laughs> no, no, our hands, our yeah. team, our, our guys. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, do you want me to send you this article because it says uh, he led four touchdown drives. Yes, came, uh, please do, so, so I, I mean, can have that for back. Yeah, semantics and stuff. Uh, then we move over, sticking with sports, we go over to hockey. The Dallas Stars continued their unexpected postseason run when they defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning 4-1 to in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final on Saturday night. The Stars were uh, the rested team after playing last Monday night when they downed the Vegas Golden Knights uh, in Game 5. The Lightning had only one day off playing back-to-back overtime games against New York Islanders. Uh, game two is tonight at 8 p.m. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching tonight's game. Looking forward to the Lightning coming out and striking early and uh, taking the lead. It was heartbreaking to watch the other night, but their goalie was just unstoppable. It was it was ridiculous. I mean, that guy was very Vasilevsky-like, and it's hard to believe that he's the backup goalie to Ben Bishop. Yeah, crazy. I think uh, also, uh, you know, the the Stars had some time off where the Lightning came yeah. off the Eastern Conference Final and they go right back into it. You know what I mean? Right. That's a big thing. And, you know, you, you, a little bit of rest goes a long way. Yeah. Well, hopefully they got some rest yesterday and, uh, you know, a little bit more of an even playing field now as far as rest goes. And they'll be out uh, tonight. But, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not to the point where I'm worried about anything, but that goalie was really uh, impenetrable. He was It was unbelievable how they couldn't get anything pass him. He was played really well. Hopefully that wears off a little bit. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Uh, a format change for Fort Myers radio station, Ditch Rock for Country. Not that interesting. That happens all the time. While also marking firm political ground. Trump Country 93.7 launched Wednesday, mixing signals about tailgates and heartaches with uh, segues from an impersonator of President Donald Trump. The move not only caused uh, discord among rock listeners of the now-silenced 93X, but raised questions about the use of public airwaves in the largest swing state to promote a single candidate in the highest-profile election in America. So it's now Trump Country 93.7. Yeah, which is totally just a stunt until the end of the year, uh, until the election's over, and they'll flip that to a different format. I mean, that is that is totally a, a radio stunt. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if more of those pop up around the country now just to get that same sort of attention. But that question is interesting. Can you do that? Are you allowed to do that? You know, can they pull your license for doing that whenever it's Trump country, you know, doing that type of thing? I mean, I, I, I'm no I'm no FCC lawyer, but right. it seems to me like the uh, the the law is equal time, right? Yes. So they if it's contested, is is Biden asking for the equal time? They have to they have to provide them the equal time if they ask for it. So if we put a candidate for that's it's some of the reasons why, other than the fact that it's utterly boring radio, some of the reason why we don't put candidates on, even if we like them, is because then we have to make ourselves available for the person running against them, which we don't necessarily want to do. It's better to just pass. Um, but in that case here, I don't know that if Joe Biden were to call them and say. Hey, I want equal equal time. Do they not have? A, do they have a plan for that? They may go. Okay, well, uh, we'll call it uh, Biden country. I, I think what happened is they. This was a dumb idea. They thought up in a promotions meeting and didn't think it through. The fact that they do have to equal, you know, offer equal time to candidates, and now 
they're going to realize that, and I think this will be done by like in a couple of days. Oh, yeah. I, I disagree with you, Gio. I think they absolutely thought of that, and they said uh, this will get everybody talking, and everybody is talking. And if they come down and they say, "Hey, this is no good," they go, "Okay, we change it." The whole idea was a stunt yeah. anyway. It doesn't matter. But oh, what happens? What happens if they change it, and then all of a sudden they're number one? They got the oh. most <laughs> listeners ever, and they're like, "Hey, this is actually working." Then what do you do? You're talking about the same company that keeps. Um, what is the name of that show? The one that they gave a street to? Oh, oh uh, you guys Stan are talking and, about bass fishing? Yeah, yeah. Stan and uh, yeah, this is Stan and, and this isn't that Lamey. company. Uh, Stan it and No, but this is a different company. Oh wow, I, I didn't think, know that. I think that station had Billy on for a while. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that was the alternative station. Yeah, yeah this yeah. Oh, that K Rock station, which is Stan and Haney, they're still on, which I believe is Beasley. Yeah, Stan and Haney is Beasley. That's a pretty yeah. funny situation. I don't understand. I, I, I half admire a company's loyalty to their old-ass um, morning-slash-afternoon show, wherever they have to put it, but I also think there's a time where you have to go, hey, man, we gotta we got to move forward. This we is gotta... uh, Sun Broadcasting. Oh. Well, so it's good. I hope they go to jail then. What? Took a turn. I'm joking. I'm joking. A woman in Oklahoma got pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt, and it turned out she did not have a license either. She tried to get out of the uh, ticket by telling a cop that she had to poop, and it was her birthday. Oh, yeah, it's pretty gross. Pretty gross. We have the uh, news story up on Bone TV with oh. video. Oh. Yeah, check this out. Here we go. Poopy pants. <laughs> what, what are you doing, Joe? I got an I got an ad coming in now. <laughs> Sorry, Calvin. Okay, oh, if man. it's an ad, that happens oh. sometimes. I, mean, I, I, I just heard you growling all of a sudden. Uh, I thought something was wrong. I thought maybe you had to poop. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, we'll Here skip through the ad. Here it comes. All right. Here we go. So this lady had to poop, and it was her birthday. She wanted to try and get out of the uh, ticket. Uh, I can't wait any longer. Here we go. A high-speed chase. Step out of the car. And guns drawn in residential Enid. All starting with a traffic stop. At the wheel, this woman, Emily Owings, initially pulled over for not wearing her seatbelt. The only form of identification, her medical marijuana card. Your license is suspended? Why? I don't know. And now I'm waiting to see if you have warrants through Woods County and... Where do you think I was going? Huh? A bizarre excuse and her 28th birthday, not the only problem she's dealing with. Police say she wasn't supposed to be behind the wheel in the first place. A warrant out for her arrest in Winoka, allegedly fighting an officer. Oh. Please just let me go. Because I know your license is suspended. I'm sorry, I didn't know it was. I won't drive no more, but can I please go home and go poo? This is the <laughs> backup. You have warrants for what's going on. Watch what she does here. No, they're not. Ma'am. Oh, she tried to drive away? Yeah. Sparking a pursuit, topping 70 miles per hour, blowing through stop signs and a school zone. Eventually stopping. Get out of the vehicle now! Arrested, off to jail, and her charges upgraded. Can I poop in your car, Can I poop in your car? You're on your way to jail. Yeah, not pooping. Get in the car. Police searching Owings' car and finding a pipe. And inside of it, meth. Oh, <laughs> surprising. That makes more sense. So the, the officer said, you got to stay right here because they're coming. You have a warrant. They're coming to take you to jail. And she goes, no, they're not. Starts up her car. And she goes, F you guys. And took oh, off. Oh, you know what? That's also why cops, uh, you know, get get violent because they you're being, he's being kind of cool. He's like, why are we going? You know, trying to be nice right, to her. Yeah. And then she tried to drive away on him. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> meth makes she would have pulled out a gun? It What's does. That, Meth makes you have some poop. So it does. I I don't know. Oh. I'm just uh, assuming. I'm just saying that would have been a big indicator from the cop for the cop if she uh, was like, I got a poop. He's like, oh, she's a method. Cocaine does, right, Spanish? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, does it? I thought I always heard that before that cocaine made you have to go to the bathroom. Sometimes it does. Depends on what you know, who you get it from, what's what's in there. Mm. Usually oh, it, it only it with makes laxative you, or something. Yeah, only when it's cut up with glass does it make you have to poop. <gasps> oh my <laughs> goodness! What? That no, does that not a... sound oh like it's good for you. That's never, violent. never in my life have I done any drugs like that. 
Uh, this, you know, everybody's, uh, there's some people that are in school, some people's learning from home, and you, you know, you have the parents in the background and stuff. Well, an un- elementary school teacher from Boca Raton, Florida, named Edith Pride, spoke at a sc- uh, school board meeting last week. Uh, she asked the parents to stop being idiots during their kids' <laughs> online classes. Here is a few of the different things that she said parents were doing that they have to stop doing. Listen to this. Parents, please make sure that you have on proper clothing when you're walking in front or behind the child's computer. Because we done seen them in their drawers, the bra, and everything else. Remember, all children are on the computers and can hear your conversations. So please try to use proper language. No cussing, because if I say just no profanity, they may not know what profanity is. So no cussing, they know what that is. And number four, when you're helping your children at the computer, please uh, do not appear with big joints in your hands and say, <laughs> Parents, please understand that your child is in class, and the parents should not stay in the picture and make silly face behind the child. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I would nominate her to take over Ruth Bader Ginsburg's. <laughs> that would be pretty good. So, a uh, quick rundown. Make sure you have proper stuff on. Don't be there in your drawers and your bra. Yeah. Uh, make sure your conversations, everybody can hear what you're saying and stuff, and don't show up with big joints in your hand. No cussing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No cussing. Because no they can't say no profanity. Uh, I would walk it. by my daughter at 7 o'clock. I would go out there to get coffee, and my daughter would be sitting in the hallway doing at her little desk doing the computer, and I'd walk by. And I'd kiss her on the head, and my wife would yell at me every time. Oh, and I'd go, Aww. "What?" And she'd go, "They could see you." And I go, "I, I kiss." And and she's right, though. I'm disrupting the class yeah. by doing that. Yep. So now I don't do that anymore. Good job. Four yep. snuggles. <laughs> yep. Oh, I, f- I did a lot of four snuggling yesterday because it was your birthday. Uh, yeah, yep. you're like it's my birthday. Four Guilt. snuggles. Yeah, it was great. My my son, my daughter sat on my lap for a while until she fell asleep, which was wonderful. My son refused to have a, a part of it, so when I got up, I went and sat on his lap, and he had no choice in that oh. either. So we Not once you sat down. Yep, the easy way or the hard way, son. Yeah. Get used to it. Uh, if any of you guys want to go to Westside Sports Bar and Lounge on US 192 in West Melbourne, you may want to go there quick because I have a feeling they're going to be shut down. A sports bar in Melbourne, Florida, is doing big business by banning face masks. The oh. owner vows to throw out anyone who puts on a face mask in the bar. The Westside Sports Bar and Lounge uh, in Melbourne says the uh, masks are prohibited. The owner saying, quote, we find it completely unnecessary to, unnecessary to have a face mask at all. We do not support them. We do not believe in them. That's uh, according to the owner, Gary Kirby. Uh, those who go in with a mask will be asked to take it off. If they do not, they will be forced to leave. I, uh, uh, That's fine. I think that's fine because... I've been watching people's mask habits, including my own. Like, when I go to Publix, I wear the mask, you know? Uh-huh. When I go into a gas station, I wear the mask. I I do that because they have a little sign on the door that says, if you come in here, you have to be wearing a mask. I don't really know how much the mask is helping or what it's doing, but right now it's a law and people seem to be thinking it's working, so I'm like, okay, well. Well, especially because you go to a restaurant and it says you have to wear a mask to enter, and as soon as you get to your table... You take off your mask anyway. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't see I don't see how the masks are helping and in those situations. And half the people are still letting their nose hang out of it. Yeah. yeah. Which oh, makes no sense. Half. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. And I don't get it. If you're going to allow places to be open and do that, like you said, sit down and, you know, you got the six feet and everything. I don't know. But I saw a great thing the other day. They were saying, uh, you know, oh, if mask works, then why the six feet apart? And if you have your mask on, why do I have to have my mask on? To which somebody answered, well, if airbags work, why the seatbelts? If the seatbelts and the airbags work, why the brakes? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I, who I, knows anymore? Who knows? I'm wearing my mask all the time. Yeah, I'm I'm not, right yeah I don't have to look like an astronaut. It's a tiny little piece of mask that I wear, and it looks ridiculous. And you look around, and you go, what have we become? What's going on? But that's it. That's the way it is right now, and that's the rule. Why you got to be the, the person that... that is the rabble rouser, the person that has to cause yeah. controversy all the time. Because I ain't no sheep. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know. You're no sheep, but do you not know anybody that's been sick? I took that uh, picture of Brett Favre at the uh, Bucks game, and I tweeted it out, and I said, number one on my list of people who I think wouldn't wear a mask is Kid Rock. Uh, Brett Favre is number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I- I've been uh, sacked so many times, and guys hit me. Uh, I'm not going to be hurt by Corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A uh, guy in Louisiana tried to smuggle a loaded gun into prison. Guess how he tried to do it? Oh, in his no. butthole. <sighs> no. 
Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh. Uh, he well, this is in his butt cheeks, so that's probably the problem. Oh. You gotta, you know. If you're going to commit, commit to it. He took a plea deal and got uh, an extra 90 days in jail. There's his picture up on Bone TV. <laughs> I guess it was a 25 caliber little handgun. It was about four inches long. Little one that he uh, stuck right there in his butt cheeks and tried to sneak it in. Well, nope. Didn't get through. So I was watching Law & Order. I'm obsessed with Law & Order. I love it. I can't stop. They had a gun phone or a phone gun, and it was like an old Blackberry, and the antenna was the shooter, and it shot like little 22s. <laughs> <laughs> and you just press the little code, and that's how it went off. Oh. But, but you got to think, like, if they're getting cell phones in the prison, yeah. then sure. you, you could get a phone gun in prison. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get a regular gun in prison if you're willing to keister it. I, guess, I mean, not obviously. Well, they don't. They make you squat and and uh, cough, which if you got it up there, I mean, you really have to get it up right, there. Right, right. You got to have control. <laughs> yeah. You got you to gotta cough while clinching. I feel like contraband that's only comes. <laughs> Contraband only comes in through the guards, I feel like. Yeah, probably that, too. Be- yeah. You know, you're paying somebody to do that. Yeah. I, I If you're somebody who can uh, cough while you're still holding a firearm up there and you're a lady, please call me. <laughs> uh, this is pretty interesting, <laughs> and I can see a lot of problems happening with this. But there is a new app called Mole, and basically it lets you hire an anonymous stranger to work as your spy. Oh. You go on Mole and you That's post great. that you want to see live video of a certain location. So let's say your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or somebody says that they're going to go to uh, the mall. And then you go, okay, let's find some people there and see if they can get video. Then someone else on Mole who's uh, near that location can get a few bucks to live stream that area to you. Oh, uh, I like that. Yeah, they say you could use it for anything from checking your house uh, when you're away from it, which is a great idea, let the people on Mole know you're away from yeah. your house, uh, to seeing how long the uh, line is outside of a restaurant, or maybe you just want to see the Eiffel Tower or whatever. You can do all that stuff while at home. Just go on Mole and get the people up. But you know what it's going to be used for. Spy on my girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's that's great because the problem that I have is that, you know, or any of us, is that we can't do that if we want to because we get recognized somewhere. Somebody will be like, oh, they... They were over there, you know, but if you could send strangers out there to do it for you, that's awesome. Yeah. What? Sneaky, sneaky. Mm-hmm. I don't like don't that. Worry, oh, Carmen. Carmen always yeah. watching. <laughs> Carmen, always do watching. you want to tell us anything? <laughs> no. Well, let's go to the mall. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm never leaving my house again. I'm coming to work and going home. That's like, it. Like, for example, what did you do this weekend, Carmen? Be honest. I did homework. Mm, but what did you do when you went out? What do you mean? I w- well, I went to the gym yesterday because uh, I'm, after that. I'm doing some therapy, and then I went home and I watched. I finished watching the Bucks game, and I did some homework. Oh, and I went to Publix and, uh-huh. and got my neighbor. Uh, it was her. It's her birthday today, and my roommate is gone, so it's her friend. Our you know my friend through her whatever. So I went and got her a cake and flowers and some champagne. So you got her a present, but not Mike. Uh-huh. Well, okay. So I went to go buy Mike's present, uh-huh. and the website. <sighs> said it wasn't secure. They said, do not put your credit card information in here. Mm. So now I have to come up with a new gift idea. But it was really cool. And now what I'm was of... it? So it's this place. They make, like, wood uh, wall art, and they do different team stuff. And then in the back, it lights up. <laughs> 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 Spanish. Doc Severinsen here? Yep, that's my bad. <laughs> Carmen, I'm just kidding. You... you... You uh, put up such a uh, beautiful post yesterday. Oh, did you like? I went oh, through I and mean, found all the cute pictures of us because we was, have some bad ones. <laughs> so sweet. It was. She called me her work dad. Yep. Oh, you're so old. Best work dad. I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, it was a cool little. So I was gonna get you the lightning logo, and it's made out of nice wood, and then it lights up in the back. Well, I don't like, want. I don't want you to do that, and then lose your. Uh, your credit cards, they well, come in and take all your stuff. Like Next I said, thing you know, the mole gets you. Yeah, so my computer wouldn't let me do it, regardless, because of my firewall and stuff, so I couldn't even buy it. And then I tried to look other places, and I couldn't find it, so mm. I got to come up with a new idea. But I did find your house on Google, so I know where I'm sending it to. Oh! <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I just went yeah. back in our text, and I got your address from you that you gave me, but I just wanted right. to double by the check. Way, by the way, just ask Gio, he doesn't like signs that light up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. cheap ones. <laughs> this wasn't a cheap uh, one. That's yeah. funny. 
Uh, the emoji rollout of 2020 was botched like everything else because of uh, coronavirus. Uh, so we still haven't gotten this year's new emojis, including things like the pinching finger, ninja, mousetrap. And because the emoji rollout cycle is behind, next year's crop is pretty sparse. Aww. But mostly emojis uh, that they're going to be coming out with are couples with hearts between them. You can see mm-hmm. up on Bone TV there. They have a, uh, a huge uh, mix of genders and races for other couples. Uh, the other new emojis for 2021 are a man and woman with hipster haircuts and beards, <laughs> uh, a heart wrapped in bandages, a heart on fire, a face with swirly eyes, a face in the clouds, and a face puffing out smoke. Uh, they should hit your uh, phone sometime next year. Okay, so uh, as long as I got the... Fire, the heart, and the eggplant. That's all I really need to communicate with anybody. Who are you sending the eggplant to? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Lots of people. And puke. I, How often do you use puke? I use puke a lot. Oh, yeah. What's, is there puke? Oh, yeah. puking, oh yeah, the puking yeah. emoji. Yeah. Yep. Oh, uh, I use the eggplant. I use uh, uh, heart and fire together. And then, like, the heart and fire, that one that they have there, the heart on fire, yeah. I call that the mica. <laughs> because when mica posts a picture, a lot of times I'll be like, oh, you look hot, fire, but also, like, in a sisterly kind of way, heart. This one <laughs> combines the two of them together. I wish they'd bring the gun back. Yeah. They used yeah. the gun to the side of the head. That and damn I can't get that. green gun is so stupid. Squirt gun now, yeah. yeah. Um, if I can have the middle finger, I should be able to have a gun. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Agreed. Uh, during Final Jeopardy last week, and I watched this one, and I thought this was kind of... Uh, is uh, is Dom would say ticky tack? Yep. The contestants had to identify Motown producer Barry Gordy. A contestant named Betsy wrote his name B A R R Y instead of B E R R Y, which is how, how Barry Gordy. So with an A instead of an E, and she got it wrong. Yep. Betsy had no chance of winning, but fans are still upset because there are plenty of instances on the show's history where contestants. Spelled their answer wrong, but it still counted because the pronunciation was the same. But it's not the same in this case, and also it's a different name. Well, so let me point this out to yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, a woman spelled Yul Brenner's name, Y-U-L-E, instead of Y-U-L, with an E at the end. Uh, a contestant spelled Wiley Coyote, while, and then the E dot coyote instead of wiley w-i-l-e-y or yeah spelled it the opposite way i'm sorry she spelled it wiley without the e in the middle there uh the game rules even state that misspelling is okay as long as the answer is uh phonetically correct and barry and barry are but in this case jeopardy claims they are two different names and thus the contestant added incorrect information to her answer. That's why I always say, last go with the last name. Gordon, that's yeah. another reason sure. why they should, they, I agree with them because Barry and Barry are two entirely different names and there could be a Barry Gordy somewhere uh, in the Motown family that would make it wrong. I, I Look, it, it is a little ticky-tack, but you have to stick to the rules. And Wiley Coyote is, a, is not, it, it, it's, it's, you know, Yule Brenner is why... U-L, right? But you spell it Y-U-L-E, you're still getting Yule. Yeah. I, you're not changing the name. You're changing it when you put the Barry or the Barry. You went from, you're changing it from one name to another proper name. But when you're changing then while, because you're spelling it Wiley, it's while E Coyote, not Wiley Coyote. But you're still saying the same name. Wiley. Yeah. Yeah. When you read it, you're saying Wiley. You're not saying Barry. You're saying Barry. Barry. Yeah, it's similar, yeah. but it's different. I Look, it's ticky-tack, but I agree with it. Mary. Mary. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're I right, though. It. Jeopardy rules. You just go with the last go name. Go with the last yeah. name. Go with the last name. I, I watched. By the way, Jeopardy's back. If you're not watching, Jeopardy's finally back. Uh, I saw somebody last week who uh, wrote the correct answer, crossed it out, and then put a different answer. And I'm Ooh. like, oh. And, and uh, Alex, even at the top of the game, said... Go with your gut. Go with your first answer because somebody had just done that, and then another person did it. I was like, oh, you fool. You fool. (laughs) Uh, So the Emmys were on last night, and I don't know. Are we allowed to say the name of the show? Are we allowed to say it? Schitt's Creek is the name of the show. Yes, And I know that we can say the name of the show because it is – we're not uh, trying to make a joke. We're reading the name of the show, and that also was announced – 
uh, in prime time on the Emmys last night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, they won nine Emmys last night, breaking the record for the most wins by a comedy series in a single season. It also swept the four acting categories, which no comedy has ever done. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel hosted the show, and the winners were presented their awards at home or other remote locations. But how about that? Winning nine Did you Emmys, watch any right? of it? No, I did not. I did, and can I tell you something? Yeah. I didn't want to. I, I, I am not. I am not, regardless of what you people think, I am not uh, I'm so swayed politically by one party that I can't listen to another one, but it got to be so interruptive last night in, in the Emmy Awards that I just changed the channel. Not even, not even uh, the, the party affiliation, just people breaking down to tell her, and I have to remind people that this is, and I went, I've had enough. Just tell me, thank you. Thank your crew and get out of there. I heard that uh, Kimmel did not do like a lot of Trump jokes, though. Like, he did, I heard a couple, which is yeah, fine. I, I I enjoy jokes. I'm a, jokes are funny. Um, uh, the highlight for me was Letterman. Letterman was on last night. Yes, I they, did see that. They had a prepackaged Letterman bit where he got he got out of the car and he said, "Don't worry, Regis. I checked. You made the montage, which I thought was brilliant." Letterman. Um, he he did a, a pre done video bit that I thought was great. Uh, Where was he was wearing school. the tuxedo that he yeah. wore. The last time he wore it was when he hosted the Emmys in, what, 86, 86 or something? Yeah. yeah. So he found jokes in the pocket and read the jokes from 1986. Yeah, and they were like typical, uh, you know, there were jokes for a 6 out of 10. The jokes were okay. It was just the whole Letterman experience uh-huh. of having him argue the guy in the middle of him being on the side of the road. He's doing his bits and a guy drives by and goes, you suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was just, it was that dumb stuff that was funny. Uh, so some of the other Emmys, uh, best drama series, Succession on HBO, which we love. That's yep. fantastic. Uh, let's see. Best actress in a drama series was Zendaya for Euphoria, yeah. which uh, I think she may have been the youngest to win for lead female wow. actress in a, uh, you know, for winning that. She's uh, so pretty. One of my favorite actors of all time, Billy Crudup, won yep. for best supporting actor in the, uh, the morning show that's on Apple. Uh, he was Ju- good in that. Julia Garner for Ozark. She won for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama, which she's fantastic in there. And then, of course, uh, Schitt's Creek uh, wound up sweeping the uh, uh, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress. Uh, limited series, Watchmen on HBO, which I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I didn't, wa- I didn't watch it yet, but I will because everybody seems to love it so much. And that was another one, the, the chick who won for... Regina King. Best, Regina King, who I like. I think yeah. she's a good actress. But she's man, really she good. On and on about voting, and then I was like, done. Yeah, too much. Uh, Spanish will be happy. Best reality competition program, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But no, he he watches. He says he watches it all the time. I do like RuPaul's. Best variety sketch series, Saturday Night Live, only because there's no other one, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best uh, pre-recorded variety special was Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones, which I saw a little clip, which I can't play on here, but I think it was at, like, Re- a rehearsal thing, whatever, where Dave Chappelle won and they had him come up. And he goes, well, I didn't expect this at all because all the critics, they all said terrible thing. This is a teaching moment. <laughs> it was pretty funny because, you know, everybody always craps on, you know, yeah. on stuff and then it winds up winning. And it's like, oh, yeah, I was totally behind it. They had a, a best live, I don't know, whatever. It was Colbert and all those folks, John Oliver. And they sent them all a box, and whoever won, it would, the box was going to spring open remotely, and an Emmy would pop out. And Jimmy Kimmel is like, they've assured me that this is going to work, and I guarantee you it's not. <laughs> and it, it was a little bit delayed, but they hit it, and John Oliver won, and it opened up, and the confetti shot out, and the Emmy came out, and John Oliver was laughing, and he goes, thank you for essentially sending a small bomb to my house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, you know, I thought, the good thing was, I thought they did a great job at putting on a show without putting on a show. You know, without having, they couldn't do it like they traditionally did it before, and I thought it was good, and um, the uh, Schitt's Creek's folks were up in Canada, with their with their crew, I guess, and uh, they they said they won. At one point, they won seven awards, and Jimmy Kimmel said, "When you if you win seven awards, you get to trade it. If you win nine, you get to trade it in for this." And it was a Stanley Cup. Uh, <laughs> he goes, "But you're only at seven, so we're going to keep it." Uh, two things: one, we're just three minutes away from the first keyword where you can oh, win dollars. Uh, also, I saw Eddie Murphy won for a guest appearance on uh, that show, and I don't remember him being on there. What show? On Shit's Creek. 
Who? Oh, really? Eddie Murphy. Am Maybe I, the new season? Was I reading that wrong? Or, I, I thought he won for uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So they oh, okay. may have written it wrong. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I watched that whole thing, and yeah. I do not remember him. Oh, yeah, 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 because I read another thing. You're right, Gio, because it was Saturday Night Live. It was the 40-year anniversary thing. Yeah. He was great he on Saturday. Time. No, he was on. He hosted. Remember? Or maybe it was four years. He hosted years. Saturday Night Live. And, right, uh, right. And oh, he yeah, was he was good. He was really yeah. good. When they did that competition, the, uh, <laughs> what was it, the cooking competition thing on Saturday Night Live with, with him, and he made, like, a head that was eating something out. It was just, <laughs> this character that he did was funny. It was good. It yeah. was one that you haven't seen Eddie Murphy do before, which I always think is great because you have a lot of these guys who have great characters, and then you're like, oh, well, that's just that same character yeah, with right. a different hat on or whatever, right, you know? Right, right. But, yeah, I, I think Eddie Murphy's still funny. We're still all waiting for the uh, stand-up that'll never live up to all the hype. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I don't think he ever does it again. I don't think so either. He no, talks about it, and he says that he's going to, and Seinfeld is really pushing him to do it. Seinfeld's like, you got to get back out there. you got to do it. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to. But, yeah, I don't think so. No. Well, never happened. We'll see. Uh, so uh, some more actor news. Rumor has it that Tom Hardy will be the next James Bond. Ooh. I'm not mad at that. Can we uh, see yeah, that? Like Everybody that, can yeah. see that? Like Daniel that. Craig yeah. will make his last appearance as 007 in No Time to Die, which is scheduled to come out in November, which, by the way, I saw that trailer, and it looks fantastic. Man, they do a really good bu- job with all the different stunts in the James Bond movies. Uh, like everything else, that could change, but right now the rumor is that it's uh, going to be Tom Hardy. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a good choice. I think that um, the problem Tom Hardy's going to have uh, along with the problem that what's his name now is having is that he's going to get too old too quick just because it's it's a hard it's a hard role to play. Right, but the good thing for Tom Hardy is he won't get typecast as that because he already has enough films under his belt. Where a lot of these different guys, like kind of like Daniel Craig, even though he had some films, he was kind of a new person, so you're you didn't really know him. You know what I mean? And he became James Bond. You're like, okay, that's James Bond. Whereas Tom Hardy has done enough stuff where you're like, that's Tom Hardy as James Bond. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. Uh, We have just about 10 seconds before the keyword. Let's sit in silence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading a a cast member list of Saturday Night Live. All right, here we go. Obviously, this is all about money. This hour's bone bonus keyword is casino. Text CASINO to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and And go go get get your your thousand bucks. bucks. Powered by Achieva Credit Union. Good luck, everybody. You're reading a cast list of uh, Saturday Night Live. What, uh... So, you know, Chevy Chase, John Belushi, Gilda Radner, Dan Aykroyd, Garrett Morris, Lorraine Newman, Jane Curtin, and George Coe? George Coe. Was he this, one of the original primetime players? Yes, he was in the first season. You know who he is if you see him as an actor, but never for Saturday Night Live. George Coe. He's an old man. Oh, yeah, no, I do remember him on Saturday Night Live, though. You do? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the thing right now, and I don't see him there in the... Uh, in Spanish, the I believe he does a... Uh, well, he's dead now, but I think he did a voice on Archer. Yeah, he did, oh, Ar- really? he did Archer, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let me, weird. let me throw some other names out of you. Uh, Peter Aykroyd? Nope. All right. Is that uh, Dan Aykroyd's son, brother? Do we uh, know? Brother, I would assume. Uh, he was a writer. He wasn't on it. Let me find, let me find actors. Uh, Harry Shearer, you know, Brian Doyle Murray. Yes, of course. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo, Gilbert Godfrey, Charles Rocket. Do you remember Charles Rocket? Yes. Who, uh, fired. Yeah. And killed himself. Right? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I know he died. I didn't know Oof. he killed himself. He he uh, he was Sam's brother on on uh, Cheers. I remember that. He was in Dumb and Dumber too, I believe. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Let's see. How did he die? Death. He was found dead in a field on his uh, Connecticut property with his throat slit. Oh. He was fifty six yeah. years old. Ten days later. Yep. Suicide. Slit oh, his throat slit out his in the middle. Throat. Yeah. That that's Damn. hardcore. What? You're not you're not messing around. If you go out in the middle of a field and you cut your throat without anybody oh. else around, you're not doing a cry for help. You're killing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you ready for this? Mama mia. Matthew Lawrence? Matthew Lawrence. 
You know him. It's Joey Lawrence's brother. He's a twin. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. I'm looking him up right now. Twin. And Patrick Weathers. I don't remember that. Oh, wait. That is uh, Joey Lawrence's brother. No. Yeah. Shut up. No. Yeah. Matthew Lawrence. Right? No. You're, there's no way. The, the, this guy's too old. Blah, blah, blah. Brotherly love with his real-life brothers, Joey and Andrew. No way. Yes. Look yeah. at his face. Are you looking yeah. at him? He looks exactly like him. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's cr- I had no idea. He was on Saturday Night Live? I know, right? Like, he's been in a lot of things, that guy, him and his brother. All right, what about Patrick Weathers? Oh, the Weath. <laughs> I mean, this guy doesn't even look familiar to me. Carl Weathers, brother? No, he's white. <laughs> he's been in a lot of things, but I don't recognize him at all. Patrick Weathers. Weathers. Um, no. No? No, I don't recognize him either. Uh, how about this? Did you know Lori Metcalf was on SNL? No. From, uh, yeah. from Roseanne? Roseanne's sister. Yeah. No, no, I don't think I was aware of that. All right, how about this name? Tony Rosado. Tony Rosado. That does... Yeah, 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 that's that little... Uh, who looks kind of like Dom uh, Herrera, right? Okay. Short I recognize Italian him. I guy. Yeah. Okay, how about this? A woman we uh, co-starred with, Christine Ebersol. Yes, of course. Yeah, she was on there. I didn't know she was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Which, by the way, I just w- recently watched Amadeus. She was an Amadeus. I forgot oh, really? that. Yeah, she was the uh, she was the singer, the opera singer that uh, Amadeus was banging. And uh, uh, Salvieri wanted to bang her, but Amadeus banged her first. Oh. All right. Well, that's that concludes our list today of people you didn't know that were on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm sure there's a lot of people we did not know was on Saturday Night Live. I don't know. I'm going through uh, Ben Stiller. Oh, he was yes. the producer. Uh, ben Stiller was on there, and then he left. He left. He didn't get fired. He actually said, "This isn't for me." Oh, really? Yeah. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, the rest of the list pretty, looks pretty uh, until you get some women that were on for a little while. Like people, I don't know if people remember that Sarah, Sarah Silverman was on, right? Uh, but then it, it's pretty. It's all pretty obvious. David Tell, I think, was a writer for one year. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know how this started, but that was a trip down SNL memory lane. Uh, I have some music news for you. Is it new music news? All right, that's not new. <laughs> it's not new. I know this, but song. it is new. Oh. And it's about these guys, ACDC. So apparently, photographs have appeared that show a reunited ACDC filming a new music video. They were posted, then removed from the band's official website earlier this week. Uh, Joe has the images up there. The images are noteworthy because they feature... Hang on, let me stop this music. They Every, feature Axl Rose? Uh, no. Oh. They, they, uh, they feature three members who departed ACDC at various stages of the uh, chaotic tour in support of the group's most recent album, the 2014 Rocker Bust. The group is widely rumored to have completed a new studio album using tracks recorded by founding rhythm guitarist Malcolm Young prior to his 2017 death. Young was forced to leave ACDC prior to recording Rocker Bust due to his uh, battle with dementia and other health issues. But the new photos show longtime lead guitarist Angus Young, his nephew Stevie, who replaced Malcolm as the guitar, the rhythm guitarist in 2014. Brian Johnson, who, remember, was out of the band, and they had Axel singing with them. Right. Uh, Phil Rudd, remember, who tried to kill a guy, and then... No, uh, no, no, no. Phil... Yeah. Phil Rudd, the was drummer. Phil Rudd, the drummer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Cliff Williams, uh, all, together, all together in front of a large red version of the band's logo. Rudd did not appear in any of the promotional videos for Rocker Bust, so seeing him and Stevie Young together indicates that the photos are actually uh, new photos. Uh, ACD, ACDC has not confirmed or com- commented on any of the reports, uh, so we don't know what's going on. But they suppose they have a new album. Looks like they're doing new video stuff. So let's be looking forward to some ACDC here soon, I hope. Good. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, it'd be that'd nice. That would be great. It would be great if they could uh, tour, too, because that's really what you want to see. Sure, absolutely. Live ACDC. Uh, I have some new music for you guys. Yeah. This is a person who is best known as a singer, also does some acting, and she's doing a cover of Blondie's song, Heart of Glass. Okay? So it is a singer. She does acting as well. 
As soon as you know who it is, just yell it out. She's doing a cover of Blondie's Heart of Glass. Here we go. Any guesses? No, it's not bad, though. Oh, here you go. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know now, though. Yeah, okay, so here we go. Oh, I got it. Who? It's Miley Cyrus. You better believe it. She has a fantastic voice, but you can always pick up that twinge of country. Right, yeah. Uh, she was on Joe Rogan's podcast not too long ago. Have you heard her lately talking normal voice? No. No. Well, Joe, I think the reason I... Really? Oh, man, man. her throat is... I guess she had surgery done because she was not only singing all the time, but partying and doing all kinds of stuff, and she had... Uh, uh, Surgery done on her throat, but she's like, yeah, well, I think that uh, blah, blah, blah. I can't even do it as she, low as she can. <laughs> she sounds like she's been smoking for 40 years. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I don't care oh. if she grew a mustache what? and hairy legs. I'd still make out with her. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's funny because sometimes she looks good and sometimes she just looks like, and I'm like, nope. Like right now she has a mullet. Perfect. Don't do that. I don't care if she had a mohawk. I love her. Uh, finally in news, there is a wedding RSVP card that is going viral right now. The couple is offering people different options for dinner based on how much money they're planning to give as a gift. <laughs> I think this is hilarious. Uh, Joe has a picture on Bone TV there. It says a gift up to $250. Pick roast chicken or swordfish. 251 to $500. Sliced steak or poached salmon. 501 to $1,000. Filet mignon or lobster tails. $1,001 up to $2,500 or more gets you a two-pound lobster, a souvenir champagne goblet, (laughs) or the vegetarian kosher option. As you might expect, people are ripping these people apart on social media. Is this real or do they do it to be funny? Uh, I think it's supposed to be real. I think it's, uh, well, I mean... You know, they put it out there and didn't put it out there as a joke, so they may be joking, but uh, people are taking it serious. It's like a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think that it's inconvenient because people wait in line to get their food, but a buffet is always the best place to go because then you can eat when you want to eat and don't eat when you don't want to eat. Yeah. I had uh, I had Frankie from Cafe Chibu who did mine. Yeah. And we did a buffet, and it was fantastic. Yeah, if they just if they just learn to uh, space it out, so everybody isn't all hogging up the buffet at the same time and waiting in line, and you know that's a, that's the worst part. Or make different stations so that everyone is not all filled up. But that's the way they go. This way, you can go grab a grab a shrimp when you want to, dance when you want to, drink when you right. want to. I saw a you thing. Know? People are doing a lot of different stuff with their weddings, like really putting parameters on it. I saw one where the uh, bride had sent out a contract for people to sign, saying that they wouldn't uh, talk politics at right. the wedding, and people were like, "No, I'm not going." You know, on that that card it said vegetarian and kosher meals are only available at the platinum level yeah <laughs> yeah well good luck uh, it's expensive to have a wedding man it's expensive to have a wedding and it's expensive to have a funeral and both of those things can be way cheaper than they actually are. absolutely i got to tell you it's funny whenever john senning got engaged and i go hey i don't know what you guys are doing but from a guy who had a regular wedding and my you know wedding was great and i had a blast and stuff i go i would do a small wedding with your family and then just go and all that money that you would have spent on a wedding, take a month's trip and go yep. to a few different places. Yeah. Yep, I agree with that. I mean, it's just it's a waste. I mean, I was fortunate because my uh, in-laws paid a lot of money, then my parents paid money, and we paid some money, so it really wasn't that much of a financial burden mm-hmm. for us. But, um, you know, if I had to do it now, I-, I would say the same thing. Although everybody seems to have had a good time at my wedding. My yeah. wedding was like a fun one, and I don't really remember it at all. It really, it was, it's Same. a blur to me. Same, yeah. You know mine, se- mine seemed like it was three minutes long. Yeah, uh, yours. I was pretty drunk at your wedding. So was I. <laughs> yeah. So was Spanish. So was Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember we played with the band at one point. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I remember that. That was fun. Uh, yeah, Mike, it was good. Have, didn't you have midget ushers at your wedding? No, that was the he thing that it. almost stopped the wedding. Oh. It was that we got married in this place that looked, it wasn't, but it looked like glamorous. It was an old church that they turned into a wedding uh, place, and they had a huge staircase, 
and a piano, and I, I hired somebody to play the piano as people came in, and I said I wanted to hire a midget to open the door and greet everybody. Mm-hmm. And my wife's exact words were, this is not a goddamn joke. This is our wedding. <laughs> and I was like, what is a joke about that? That's just a memorable thing. Like as if people came in and the midget was like, welcome to the wedding. It would, people would be like, remember that wedding that had the midget at the door? I thought that would be pretty cool. And she did not. And that was really almost the thing that canceled our wedding. <laughs> that we, we fought over that. Um, uh, I don't sign. think we... What's that? It was a sign. If we're fighting now, we're going to fight for our, the rest of our lives. Yep. Well, it was it was an example and compromise, Gio. I you said don't that's want fine. Now. I said that's fine. We won't uh, we won't have midgets, but we did come out to the soprano song, which was at the time pretty cool. Um, I don't I don't really remember. We didn't. I didn't care about anything else, so there was no other room for argument. My uh, my brother did a great toast. I remember that. And the other problem was the woman that uh, was going to video my wedding, and then she ruined it because she didn't have anything but a handheld camcorder. She insisted <laughs> she insisted that she would uh, tape our wedding and that she would not charge us, and that would be the gift. And then she was like 80 years old, and she showed up uh, like late, and she had a handheld camcorder. And Wasn't was she like, like a family member or a friend or something? She was a friend of my in-laws. <laughs> and I can't Here put you, it on you, them because they were like, I don't know, she fooled them too. You knew GrooveTube for thirty years. Yep. And you went with this yep. lady instead. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Joe was even invited to my wedding because we weren't. We, I didn't see him then. That was our period where we didn't see each other. Oh. Yeah. And Spanish was only in high school. That's right. <laughs> Here is what my uh, wedding party that Mike was part of that came out uh, to this music. Yep. Remember that you guys came out to this. This song. And then uh, Jenny and I, do you remember what we came out to? The Imperial Death March? Uh, yeah, the Imperial March, yeah. Yep. Which was great. Is there not death in that? Do I just put No, that in you put death in there for some reason. It's the, <laughs> the Imperial, Imperial March. <laughs> what? Why'd you come out to this? <laughs> it's Star Wars. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. And then I force choked her. <laughs> great. So get in the kitchen. Uh, by the way, one of the listeners on Twitter said uh, Matthew Lawrence, he was the son in Mrs. Doubtfire. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's he different was there. than the one that was on Saturday Night Live. Oh, so there's another Matthew Lawrence? Yes. Matthew Lawrence. Okay, that Matthew Lawrence is the brother. That I understand. The Matthew Lawrence is spelled like L-A-U-E-R-E-N-C-E. That guy, that Matthew Lawrence has a twin brother, and they've been in a lot of their... Oh, that Matthew Lawrence. I remember because he looked like uh, the dude from... He looked like uh, Perfect Strangers put together. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you put put them together, you got Matthew Lawrence. Right, right. That guy, That's that's why I was like, that can't be Joey Lawrence's brother. No, no. And I'm like, yeah, it looks just like him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't really see it. No, that guy's like 70 years old now. Yeah, yeah. The, that, that, uh, but do you remember that guy ever be on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do uh, remember I him. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I remember some of the different ways. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that, I remember. And so that. her husband Brad Hall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, is it Brad Hall? Yeah, Brad Hall, and then there's Rich Hall. That's not her husband. Brad Hall is her husband. Rich Hall, okay, I remember. Rich, Rich Hall was Hall. a really funny one. Yep, that was really weird. That and was stuff. the A. Whitney Brown years. Uh, and that Steve guy, remember Steve? Because he did a lot of skits with uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Um, he was black guy. hair, oh. black hair, kind of uh, young looking. Um, oh, I can't. Forget, I can't think of his name. Uh, I'm not going to put Steve. Either. Steve Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's going to be Steve Martin coming up, but. I don't know. I forget what his name is. Steve Rogers? Steve. The reason I was looking that up is because they added somebody new this weekend. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're on yet, but uh, it is a comedian named Punky. Oh, boy. Punk Punk somebody? Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to pull the picture because I wanted, just to, I wanted you to see how you wouldn't like it. Well, let me put in SNL Punky. <laughs> <laughs> Is Evidently, p- this person is a comedian. I think it's a woman. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I think, I don't know. I'd have to see. You'd have to pull it up. Is her name? Do you, you Punky don't know? Johnson. Punky, Punky Johnson. Johnson. Is that what it is? Yes. yes. Oh, who's got a dog? Uh-oh. 
Sorry. <laughs> she, uh, what's your name, Joe? Pull up Punky Johnson. Oh, it's a black lesbian, too. Shocking. Man, they went over the edge this yeah. time. We don't have any black people. Get a black lesbian. Hurry. Yeah. There you go. Punky Johnson. I don't know anything about her. I'm sure it's all. Ever. I'm sure it's all on merit. Yep. <laughs> what? Uh, You're saying that, that if they were going to hire a woman who happened to be black and happened to be a woman and happened to be a lesbian, it's just because it happened to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got they're it. not looking to. I can't read her shirt. Can you? Coolest monkey in the jungle. Oh, well, you said it. I didn't. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.